0: Join the conversation with the Morning Majlis, Pulse95. Yes, uh, this is the Morning Majlis. Uh, good morning and welcome back to the program. Now, the seventh ye- for the seventh year, the L'Oreal UNESCO for Women in Science in the Middle East, the Regional Young Talents Program, being done in partnership with Khalifa University of Science and Technology, continues to recognize Arab female scientists in the GCC for their research in various scientific fields. And this is a global initiative that has so far recognized over 3,400 phenomenal researchers. And one researcher who has been uh, recognized for her extensive work is Dr. Maryam Tariq Khalil Al-Hashmi, who received a sum of 20,000 euros for her postdoctoral research. Uh, She has done research on engineered catalytic materials for the sustainable production of chemicals. Good morning, welcome to the show.
1: Good morning, thank Um, you for having me today.
0: Thank you for coming on. Uh, Can you talk to us about how you feel now that you have this recognition for your work?
1: Um, I'm actually honored that my research is being recognized through this prestigious L'Oreal UNESCO Regional Talents Program. Um, This program is a platform for supporting and empowering women scientists, and I'm proud to be part of this initiative. Um, Winning this this award gave me the opportunity to show and present the research that I'm doing as a female scientist, Um, and I hope to be a role model for the younger generation of women researchers who want to pursue their careers in science.
0: And how did you start pursuing this passion for science that that you have?
1: Actually, I was drawn into science since I was in in school. Um, Both of my parents actually come from science backgrounds. My mother studied medicine and my father is a civil engineer. Um, So we we were basically drawn into science since since a, a young age. Um, and um, why I went into chemical engineering is because when I was in school initially, I actually wanted to be a medical doctor. Uh-huh. But then, when I reached the eleventh grade, I realized that I actually enjoyed chemical in, uh, engineering. At that point, actually, more more than than medicine. And then I, I basically did my research. I found that I liked the chemical engineering, and I joined the chemical engineering program. Um, at the Petroleum Institute for my bachelor's degree. Um, And then I basically, with every year, I fell more in love with this major, and I decided to go for a PhD in chemical engineering at the University of Minnesota in the United States. Mm -hmm. Nice. And there I specialized basically on porous materials for catalysis and separations. um, For two reasons, for the importance of catalysis and separations in our everyday life, but also for, the, for my fascination with the structure of these materials, their crystallinity and how they basically can catalyze reactions and conversions.
0: Yeah, can you please give us more details about this project and your research on engineered catalytic materials for the sustainable production of chemicals?
1: Sure. Um, So basically I work on, in general, in separations and catalysis using porous materials but uh, for this project uh, I'm working on achieving sustainable development, which Mm -hmm. is a challenge that is faced worldwide. Um, Basically I'm interested in designing porous catalytic materials that can speed up a conversion or allow it to happen for processes, sustainable processes such as the conversion of harmful emissions like mm-hmm. carbon dioxide and less valuable materials um, like basically heavy crude into useful chemicals. Now, uh, you, these, these conversions cannot be achieved with a catalyst that has one single functionality, so what we do is we try to modify the catalyst to be able to perform more than one conversion step on the same material. Mm. And then the idea is to be able to convert the waste into useful product in one pot. So this will reduce the cost and waste generation and can even enhance the performance Mm. of the process.
0: Uh, i got a question for you, and this is something we're interested in. Uh, your experience as a young scientist uh, going up through the ranks, uh, going through universities, uh, moving from one institution to another, can you talk to us about the experience of being a young woman in science? Is it, is it different? Are there any particular challenges uh, to you? Did you feel that way?
1: Actually, from my uh, experience, my, my personal perspective, I think the only, maybe I won't even call it a big challenge, is that women are usually uh, underrepresented in the scientific Mm. field. Um, So we were always a minority. I mean, since I was, uh, well, not in my bachelor's degree, actually. Mm. In my bachelor's, we were many female students in the class. But then when I went for PhD, the number of female students shrank. And then Mm. when you look into the professors in in the departments you're studying, and usually the female professors are much less, of course, than the male professors. But uh, from my perspective, that was it, because I honestly had all the support I needed from my parents, from my government. Um, they did not really discriminate that I was a female who was interested in science. I mean, I was I had all the support I needed, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, it's incredible here to see the support in the country for uh, women in STEM fields. Uh, can you elaborate on the number of uh, women in these fields? Uh, you noted that uh, they're sort of a, a minority. Uh, do you Have you thought of why that is? Um,
1: I think for several reasons, honestly. First, uh, scientific research is not easy. It's not a routine job, let's put it this way. So, I mean, for someone to go into this uh, career, they need to be fully dedicated. Um, and for a woman, I mean, we also have other responsibilities like family responsibilities and motherhood responsibilities, so it's not very easy. And I think also it's because maybe they get intimidated by the fact that there, there are not many female role models, maybe, let's mm-hmm. put it this way. Um, I mean, at least not, not that they see in everyday life. Of course, there are many amazing women scientists and researchers who, I mean, had amazing discoveries, but I mean, they're not maybe known to everyone and, and the younger researchers in specific.
0: I want to also ask you and touch on your research and how does it come in line with creating and maintaining a sustainable environment and infrastructure? Because it is one of the pillars of UAE's sustainable vision of 2021. Um, I want to also hear what you think about what the UAE is doing uh, for sustainable development.
1: Okay, so what the UAE is doing is, is very important. I mean, the UAE has been a pioneer since a very long time. Um, and they realized that we cannot be based on, or our economies cannot be based on petroleum for a very long time, Mm -hmm. so they shifted their vision into more sustainable economies. And as you said, we have many uh, policies and initiatives and roadmaps in place for achieving sustainability. Um, There are many ways of achieving sustainability. What we do is basically we try to convert harmful emissions into useful chemicals. Now, how is this important for sustainability? Our economies depend on chemicals on Mm -hmm. a very large scale. Um, So we need chemicals for our economies to grow. But the problem is for now, these chemicals, we get them from fossil fuels, Mm -hmm. which is not sustainable. And at the same time, when we use fossil fuels, we produce carbon dioxide, which is a harmful emission. So what we are trying to do now is find ways of converting harmful emissions in the atmosphere like carbon dioxide into useful chemicals. So it's a win-win situation. We reduce the harmful emissions from the atmosphere. So as you might be aware, carbon dioxide is a global warming gas. And at the same time, we produce the chemicals or we find alternative ways to produce the chemicals that we need.
2: Amazing. Well, Dr. Mariam, I I like the aspect that you talked about uh, with the STEM students, uh, that uh, Many female students don't have a role model, and I'm sure you growing up in a very STEM family had uh, lots Mm -hmm. of uh, role models. So who was your role model to pursue uh, a a career in chemical engineering and and in, in the scientific field?
1: Um, well, to, to get into science, I mean, for sure they were my parents. I mean, they're yeah. the ones who first, I mean, uh, educate you when you were at a young age. But actually, chemical engineering, I was the first chemical engineer in my family. Um, now, why I picked chemical engineering in specific is, I, I read about the major, and I think the versatility of the major really uh, was astonishing. Um, and then I just, I mean, I, I decided to go into it. And as I said, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, but now really my, my role model is not really one specific person at this stage. For research, I really look up into all the, um, the amazing scientists, the Nobel laureates and the L'Oreal laureates who did um, discoveries that really changed the way we live. Um, so I hope that at some point in my life, I can, I can have a discovery that can impact the way people live. Especially, actually, the female laureates, because I mean, it's it's incredible how they mm. can manage their their personal lives and their family lives, and yet have such amazing discoveries. So, uh, for now, moving forward in terms of research, they are my role models for well, sure. That's
2: amazing. Well, you've got the the, the top six also chosen by L'Oréal for their uh, their grant. Uh, now, I'd like to ask you about uh, the twenty thousand euro grant that you've got. For your project, what happens next? Where where does this uh, help? How much does this is this going to help you? And uh, where are we going to see your roadmap taking?
1: For sure, this this will help uh, to do some work in terms of this project uh, for sure. Because actually, in this, uh, I mean, it's not easy for a scientist to secure funding. So every small mm. amount of money is important for sure. Uh, so the fellowship will give me some sort of independence to pursue the research and on the line of sustainable catalysis that I'm interested in and working in. Um, we will use the money to get resources like chemicals, consumables, um, some minor equipment. I will also try to hire uh, female students to work on the project. I'll, I'll do the uh, priority for female students to encourage them, to give them hands-on training on catalysis, how to prepare materials and how to do the testing. Um, and then hopefully I plan to host a small workshop on catalysis. Uh, where I will have selected female scientists present their research to encourage more women to join the, the scientific field.
2: Wow, very inspiring work. And uh, thank you for joining us this morning, Dr. Mariam. And uh, we look forward to welcoming you on the Modulus uh, time, uh, every, uh, at, at some point soon as well.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank well, you, Dr. Mariam. It
2: was a pleasure. Well, stay with us on the Morning Majlis. Lots to discuss. We'll be right back after the World of Business headlines to conclude the show with the all-important announcements emerging from the Emirate of Sharjah. Stay with us. This is The Morning Majlis only on Pulse 95.